Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 13 verse 24 to 13. When I get, uh, I'm believing God for something wonderful to happen today, you know, because I believe the Spirit of God is already moving right through the discipleship class. And I believe God is about to do something supernatural. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 to 30, what is the theme of the year? What is big within the verse number 30 of the chapter 13? But we're reading from 24. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But whilst men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprung and produced crops, then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then that it have tears? He said to them, Your en an enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he answered, No, lest whilst you gather up the tears, you also approach the wheat with them. The verse number 30 said, let both grow together unto the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles and bend them. But gather the wheat into the pan. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I want to minister on the subject of entitled, Be Fruitful During Your Harvest Season. But I'm stressing on the subject, subtitle, Go For It, the B part, which is Don't Back Out. Tell your neighbor, don't back out. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't back out. Amen. There is a high tendency that one will want to back out, as we've already established in our discipleship class this morning that there are certain decisions that are back out orientated and if we don't take care we will back out from the glory of god why because we didn't understand what god wanted to do amen the bible said last week uh, i believe we had some technical problem that is why we couldn't send the podcast out but I just want to go a brief uh, backward to establish some few points here. In previous series, we last week we established that one of the things that decapitate, take off the glory of God from our life, is the fact that we are being encountered or we we are being encountered by fear. And I said in Second Timothy chapter one verse seven, I said, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what of power." 
of love and of what? Sound mind. Come on, say sound mind. Come on, say sound mind. Now, the first thing I want to drive at, I want you to listen carefully because of time, is that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said that anything in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, the Bible said that we shall receive power. Anybody who has got power without love is not good it's not a good person. I believe that in most of the politicians and stuff, government who comes into power and having got the concern, love for the people they are serving, they become unproductive. Praise God. They become unproductive and they are not able to be fruitful because they don't have love. Anybody who has got power, you need love. Praise God. That is why there are so many rules and regulations established to manage people who don't have love. Why? Because when there is power, there is no love. When there is power and there is no love, the people begin to go in pain. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 4 verse 7, It said, Beloved, let us love one another for lovers of God. So somebody who so claim you have heard from God, we want to see God in the fruitfulness of your steps. I saw the word sound mind. Come on, say sound mind. It relates to the certainty and the affirmation of his word being sure and will come in, will be able to come to pass. In other words, it means that it gives us the certainty and the assurance that God will appear. It also relates to faith sticking to the faith and to the plans and the purposes of God, no matter the cost that goes with it. It is more of the substance of our hope and for, which means that God wants us to be certain that whatever he has promised us shall come to pass. Amen. In John chapter 1 verse 9, said, Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage be not afraid or dismay for the lord thy god is with you wherever you go the word dismayed means a feeling of unhappiness or disappointment i want you to understand i want you to understand that when you sound like you don't know what god has said it is when you sound like you don't know what God has said, God doesn't want you to be dismayed. He doesn't want you to be unhappy. Tell your neighbor, God doesn't want you to be unhappy. He wants you to be happy and he wants you to know that he's not going to lead you into disappointment. You are called unto an appointment, not to all, a disappointment. And I told you last week that the second thing we have to deal with is double-mindedness. That also have to deal with one inability to be able uh, to be indecisive. And I told you in James chapter 1 verse 8, it said a double-minded person will be unfruitful because you will not be able to bring anything from the kingdom. Today I want to deal with the reason why we are encountered, why we are confronted by fear and double-mindedness in our walk with God. All these things come into our ways because the devil wants us to back out. Tell your neighbor you will not back out. 
In Matthew chapter 13, verse 27, look at something here. There are things I saw I couldn't see before. It says, So the servant of the of the of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have all tears? Now look at me. I want you to be with me here in a few minutes. I'll be finishing in a few minutes. Praise God. Now, how can it be that folks have gone to sow seed in a, in a field, but when it came to asking for the actual thing that was planted, if I go to a place to sow a seed with you, and I realize that there is something wrong with the seed we have sown, I could have asked my friends that I sowed with, but the Bible said they didn't ask them that sowed the seed, but they went to ask the Lord of the field. Bear with me here. Now, sometimes when you begin to walk with some folks who you have heard the voice of God and you are walking with them, when things become so tough or when things are not the way you expect them to be, you don't go to your neighbors and talk to them, but you go to the God who commanded you to sow the seed. The Bible said they went to the Lord of the land and asked him a question and said, did you not instruct us to sow good seed? The things you gave to us to sow on that seed, they are good seed. Is that not what you gave to us? There is somebody under the sound of my voice. You heard the voice of God right and you knew and understood the voice of God. But as a matter of fact, there is something happening that look as if you obeyed God in vain but I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that God's word as you have obeyed it you will never be put to shame there is something propelling you there is something forcing you for you to back out of what God is calling you but I've come with the voice of the harvest to tell you that the harvest will manifest and nothing will be able to cause you to move away Away from your pepper. Tell your neighbor, don't back out yet. Uh, they went to ask the Lord a question. When you ask a question, you ask for clarification. As a teacher, most of my students who want to really learn, they ask questions when they don't understand. What does it mean? There are some folks in the classroom who do not want to ask questions and they accept whatever comes into their mind. They accept whatever they don't understand and back out and say, Maybe it is not for me to understand. If there is a teacher standing in front of you and he's teaching you, it means that what he's teaching you, you deserve to understand it. If you don't understand it, ask questions. Tell your neighbor, ask questions. The Bible said they went to sow a good seed. But when they didn't see good things happening, the Bible said they went to ask the Lord questions. Ah, my brother, my sister, hearing the sound of the voice, my voice, the master said it was an enemy who has done this. What does it mean? It means that the master knew that when he told them to sow the good seed, he knew an enemy was there, but he allowed them to go. The early 
way you uh, you know your enemies is when you begin to see some contradictions coming your way. And I know at the start of the year, when we started the year 2020, some of you are seeing some contradictions to the things that God told you. But I'm here to tell you, when you realize some contradictions in your life, when you realize that we finish January and February is about to end, we are in the middle. And some things that are happening are not the way God told you they will become. It is not time to say that it will be a repetition of the way last year was. But you need to rise up and go before the God who told you, who gave you the seed of his word who told you to plant the seed in your heart oh my brother my sister you gotta go back to the same God you come back out and conclude that enough is enough with this year maybe my situation will not be better but I'm here to tell you when you realize some contradiction or what we call the inconsistency in your life in contradiction to what God told you it is about time you go back to the Lord and say, God, you told me the year 2020 uh, shall be better than 2019. So if it is not right, God, I need some explanation. And my Bible said, the Lord said, I've got a solution for you. The solution is that an enemy has done this. Precious one, hearing the sound of my voice, the reason why it looked as if you obeyed God wrongly is because an enemy has risen up. But I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that the God who told you what he told you he knew before time that the enemy will rise again but when the enemy rise again he said I should tell you he said don't back out yet don't make some negative pronouncement don't make some negative confessions that it shall not be well with you this year also I am here to tell you what you heard is true but it's just that an enemy has come into your aid and so far as they've come into your aid I want you to be rest assured that God will fight for you tell your neighbor God will fight for you some of us have obeyed God uh, we obeyed God we heard his voice there was no ambiguity about what he said we were certain about what he said that this year shall be our year of manifestation we are certain because we had right when something is not acquired, it's not the same as what God told us. It's about time we go back to the Lord who instructed us. Uh, tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't back out. Uh, in the verse number 28, he said to them, an enemy has done this. The servant said to him, he said, do we go straight up? and uproot it. I want to slow down here and tell you something. Do you know what that scripture means? It means that I want you to water both the evil and the good. I want you to cohabitate with what you should not even habitate with. I want you to see something here. He said, I want you to fight. I want you to fight because good will always come forward. A double work means that when he told them that I want you to leave it until they grow. It means that he wants them to water this. Oh my God, my God. What does it mean? It means that the good 
plant will share the nutrient in the soil with the evil one. It talks about certainty. Uh, you don't have to be afraid when you see your enemies making it in life. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to change your, your ways. You don't need to amend your ways because you saw your enemies prospering. But you have to stick to the plan. Uh, you tell your neighbor, you got to stick to the plan. I'm going somewhere. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm talking to somebody who have decided to take a step. Our brother's testimony said to us, he decided to trust God. He went for the first interview. He thought by trusting God, he's going to see the joy of the Lord. He tried up to the 13 times. He was so used to disappointment, but he said that one thing I didn't want to do, getting used to something doesn't mean I am used, I am, I've become it. You can be so familiarized with disappointment, but you don't have to accept that you have become a disappointment. And as our brother was still hoping, as our brother was still hoping, when God appears in the storm, he looked back and said, I thank God for causing me not to get the first interview. Because when I look at what God has given to me, I think I thank God for refusing me the first time. I am about to tell somebody that your enemies have taken a step in your life. By the time God finished with you, you will know that it was good that your enemies were brought in your life. I am here to tell you that God will fight for somebody here. Come on, tell your neighbor they will not win. It said there were some tears. The part of the they are part of the process. Some of you are backing out. You are when you back out, it means you go back to your original state. It means that you go back to where you used to be. Some of you have decided to follow God this year. Some of you have sown some seed. Some of you have sown some commitment. And immediately you saw this commitment. You saw some tears coming up. You saw some things breaking forth. You saw some disappointment coming forth. You saw some rejections coming forth. You saw some 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 dishonesty coming forth. You saw some disgrace coming forth. You saw some this and this and this and this. But I'm about to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that this year shall not be like last year. We have come too far to be refused. We have come so far to be disappointed because God has caused us for a greater tomorrow. Come on, tap your neighbor and say, I have a greater tomorrow. My Bible said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they decided to stand with the word of God. But look at what their stand with the word of God produced. Before they stood with the word of God, my Bible said the fire was at the level one. Without God, they were at the level one with the fire. Their decision to stick with God did not move the level of the fire to the second, but it became seven times more. These are the tears that comes into your life. Why was the fire seven times more? Because they wanted them to back out. I came to tell you, you have not been called into
into the ministry of backing out. You have been called into the ministry of confronting your fears and confronting the disappointment and say, yeah, though I go through some disappointment, you can't call me, you can't cause me to back out. I know some of you have decided to be nice to your husband and you are hoping that things will change. But the more you become nice, the worse it becomes. But I'm here to tell you that that is the trick of the devil. But we are not ignorant of his devices. How did I find out? I went to Egypt the last time in the scriptures and I saw Moses sticking to Pharaoh and saying, that's yet the Lord let my people go. Before Moses' word, which was the word of God, got to Egypt, the Bible said that the taskmasters were helping the Israelites. But when the word of God was released, immediately they stopped providing for them just to make them go back back out of what God said. But my Bible said that Moses was not able to accept you are somebody under the sound of my voice. You are about to not be able to accept defeat. You will not accept defeat because God is with you. Tap your neighbor and say God is with you. I want to preach to somebody. There is somebody under the sound of my voice. When they told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Sometimes the word of God, when I am not talking to everybody here, I'm talking to those of us who have decided to partner with God. And at the moment, it looked as if it was nonsense. It looked as if it was stupid. But I'm here to tell you that question God go and speak back to God for clarification. When you talk to God for clarification, you will understand that he is with you. You will understand that he has not forsaken you. You understand that what you heard is true. I said January will have ended, but I think that in February I will see something I didn't experience in January. Uh, tap your neighbor and say, don't back out. The devil wants you to back out. When the angel appeared unto Mary. Before the angel appeared unto Mary, Joseph was with Mary. He loved Mary so much. His arms was around Mary. But when the word of God was released in the life of Mary, and Mary accepted the word of God, the Bible said a thought came to the mind of Joseph. He said, let me put her aside. Ah, How would Mary decide to follow God? And at the point of obeying the voice of God, it came with rejection. But the Bible said in the next chapter, it said an angel was released unto, Mary, unto Joseph in a dream. I prophesy that dreams will begin to work for you. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. We don't work by signs. During the discipleship, Minister Mary asked a question. And he said that what prepares us to really trust God? Our trusting God has not got to do with signs. It has not got to do with tokens, but it has something to do with reliance and dependence on this word. It's a trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. It means that don't back out. I'll tell your neighbor, don't back out. Some of you started coming for home sale, and maybe things didn't go the way you expect them to, and you felt like going back to where you used to be. 
breathe. I am here to tell you that what you heard is true. Do not back out. Tell your neighbor, do not back out. Oh, I'm finishing a few minutes. He said, I want you to understand that the devil wants you to back out. He wants you to feel like what you heard was not from God. When God commanded, the master commanded the servant, he gave them a good seed. They went to sow a good seed. Now what is coming forth is not what they sowed. I thought what you sow is what come forth. But I'm yet to tell somebody under the sound of my voice who is going to through some difficulties uh, who is going through some challenges uh, not because you disobeyed God uh, but because you have decided to follow God uh, there is somebody under the sound of my voice uh, maybe in your education uh, you have started becoming so connected with God uh, you have started doing your morning devotion uh, you have started fasting and praying but the more you try the most your GP or GP whatever they call it become worse uh, I am here to tell you that you have taken the right course and because you have taken the right course there is something that will manifest it will not manifest within time but it will manifest suddenly I prophesy upon your life that you are not backing out this year I said you are not backing out this year I said you are not backing out this year I am here to tell you don't back out as you hold on God don't back out I said don't back out tell your neighbor don't back out Tell your neighbor, don't back out. Ah, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It said, For we know all things will work together. Not some things, but all things. Tell your neighbor, all things. I am here to talk to the few people who have decided to say, This year, we want to walk with God. We want to walk with God. We've had the harvest. He has spoken this word to us. And somebody under the sound of my voice, as you have partner with the word of God the devil will throw so much at you he will do so much at you for you to let go what he told you for you to lose confidence in what he told you but I'm here to tell you don't back out come on tell your neighbor don't back out come on tell your neighbor don't back out in Psalm 30 verse 5 he said his favor his favor is for life weeping may endure for a night by joy coming in the morning the favor of God is coming upon somebody I said the favor of God is coming to somebody come on come on come on your faith the favor of God is coming to somebody come on put your hands together for Jesus somebody is not understanding what I'm saying because maybe you have not taken a step with God maybe you have not decided to intensify and gratify your relationship with God but there are some people here who are obeying God out of their pain and yesterday they are not seeing any signs of God responding to their goodness but I'm about to tell you when God finished with you you will thank him for the rejections We haven't got any backup. Back, we haven't got any backup because we have decided not to back out. Those of you who have got a backup, <laughs> let me let, let me this is the last one say. Those of you who have got a backup, you'll be willing to back out. But those of us who haven't got a backup, 
we have nothing to lean on to thank you father I pray today that every storm that is in your life the Bible said that when Jesus bidded Peter to come he responded immediately he saw the power of the storm immediately I am talking to the few who have decided to partner with God and things are not going the way they thought it would go I heard a sad story about my own brother my own friend he partnered with God walked with God the wife lost the, the dad within a month the wife lost the dad and then my friend lost the mom and I said to him what we had at the start of the year it was true God will come in a mighty way I pray today for those who have decided to receive the word that has come into this house that this is our year of harvest the tears will not discourage you the tears will not take the best of you they will never share the goodness of God they will walk in in their path in the name of Jesus stand on your feet